Welcome to A Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're talking to Emma and Ollie, the powerhouse couple behind Merakai Brewing and their take on inclusivity in the brewing industry. Uh, I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Um, so, Emma, Ollie, do you guys want to give us like, a quick elevator pitch of who you guys are, who the brewery is, all that for anybody who doesn't know you already? Sure. Do you want to go ahead and do it? No. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, I'm Emma. Um, this is Ollie. You, you have to talk because, you know, people Hello, can't... hello, hello. <laughs> I'm Ollie. <laughs> for everyone's benefit. <laughs> Listening here, Oliver just waved. Um, yeah, <laughs> We're really good at this. Well done, because we always forget to go. Yeah. Oh, hold on for anyone that's missing. Yeah. <laughs> just in guess. Um, yeah, we're uh, Merakai um, Brewing. Uh, we've been around since uh, November of 2020. Um, Elevator pitch from us kind of goes something a bit like we are creating a, a brewery or we have created a brewery which aims to bring uh, like-minded uh, people together and enjoy good beer and kind of like that's that's it in a nutshell we're all about inclusivity and enjoyment of good beer brilliant um, beer is for everyone basically yes, yes. beer for all I've got my beer, beer for all t-shirt on I, I, for, for today I wasn't wearing anything beer related I should have but I just I didn't I really screwed Awful. that one up today <laughs> what was what your top it's been a day. Uh it, it says it's okay to decay <laughs> and it's a skull <laughs> so yeah I mean I think it's a badass lady skull but you know yeah that's cute yeah it's cool <laughs> it's not beer related we can pretend it is um, <laughs> but yeah that's actually like your whole beer is for everyone inclusivity situation is it's kind of like um I saw your first beer that you this is your first one isn't it that I licked it so it's mine right yeah so I saw yeah, that be posted really Yes, Dipper. We're going to crack it Going in a minute, in and I'm going to get on that because I love good Dipper. Um, and and like a a dry hopped one in general, I love it. Um, but I saw that posted by somebody on Instagram, and then I was like, oh, that that name's amazing, and that artwork's amazing. I'm going to go check it out. And so I went to go look at it, and then I saw everything you guys had about the inclusivity and I was like Joanne needs to see this because she is absolutely going to lose her mind and love it all of it and then she came back with I love that name and I was like I know (laughs) then I said read the rest of it and she's like I love it and I said have to get them on the podcast at some point because it's just brilliant so without further ado I can't wait any longer I want to crack it yeah yeah, we appreciate um with the message about inclusivity I mean I know there are a lot of breweries um, out there who, you know, kind of do activities and um, collaborations that promote inclusivity to kind of name job, obviously, like Cloudwater and Unity. Um, however, I think that from our point of view, it was just really, really important to actually come out the gates kind of swinging and saying, this is what we're all about and showing people our point of view and kind of actually saying straight up craft beer is you know like for everybody yeah like for for everybody it doesn't kind of matter if you don't feel like you don't fit into the scene or you kind of like might not look like everybody or you might have you know kind of like 
a different ability, like whatever, it really doesn't matter. We welcome you, we see you, and you know, kind of we're making this beer um, for people, people like you. And that's what we, the, the sort of messages that we want to kind of really kind of put out there and, and and talk about and you know like from my my perspective and speaking to both of you um as uh, women i feel like responsible i know there's a debate about this and equality but it's you know i feel really responsible um as a woman to go actually i go on i'm a woman in uh the beer and um, brewing industry and um yeah and kind of continue to promote that and push basically a, a different um, a different agenda and for the most part I feel like everybody's really welcoming um, but yeah it's like really important um, from my perspective to say actually yeah I'm a I'm a co-owner of a brewery and I'm I'm a woman basically and Oliver is a massive ally as well amazing yeah no Being that's a white man with a beard and, uh, <laughs> quite generic really so it's quite good to be an ally for everyone else so. yeah yeah I was gonna say you can you can help in a lot of areas <laughs> It's really good. Um, this smells amazing. Yeah, it smells really like just just beautiful. It's like the only thing that I can say that smells. I'm, really, a, really I'm nice. a big uh, pusher of hop aroma on all my beers. I, I especially well the hoppy ones anyway. The stout not so much, obviously. But, um, yeah, I, I I really try and make a can when you open it. You can smell it across the room, and that's 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 what I'm always. Yeah, aiming. I was gonna say I cracked it, and it was like before I even started pouring it, I was like, well, that smells really nice. And then yeah. as I was like pouring it more and getting closer to it, I was like, oh my god, it's beautiful, um, and it tastes lovely as well. It does not. Ha- What's the ABV on this? Yeah, I know. Eight percent. Yeah. Are you actually kidding me? This is not an eight percent beer. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. When he did the test brew of it, we were in our back garden. And I was just drinking it going, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. And I think I had two pints and then stood up and nearly kind of fell over. Because I was just like, so easy drinking. Whoops. Hang on a minute. Oh. I'm a little bit drunk. Dangerous I, beers. I guess we should clarify as well for anybody that hasn't already figured it out. So Ollie does the brewing. <laughs> He's the head brewer. Uh, and you do all the, the marketing and the, the planning of all that kind of stuff. Is that right? I mean, correct me where I've got that wrong. Yeah, yeah. I always say Oliver does the brewing and I do everything else. From like the finances to the HR, <laughs> to the building, the website, fulfilling the orders. like All the hats. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh man this is like I think with the dipper um what what sometimes you can get is like a lot of um alcohol burn sometimes on it obviously like when it gets to tipper level as well that's what it but I feel like if you were to do a tipper in the same type of follow suit in the way you've done this dipper I feel like your dip your tipper would probably taste more like a dipper because this is like just so smooth so fruity it's not it's not too much (laughs) it's really nice what made you choose to do a dipper as your first beer because that's a bold move i like them as a style more than anything else and yeah i I thought it would be a good way of sort of punching into a beer scene that's quite full and get yourself noticed quite quite quickly because i know a lot of breweries sort of would launch with like a pale ale or a session beer and i was just like nah let's let's just go for it let's go big yeah why not yeah i was like how much does it cost and it's like yeah it'd be fine it uses a lot of hops i think uh i did 16 heck brewer i think i used about 50 kilograms of hops in it so they're about 30 quid a kilogram so it's a lot of money yeah for it but you know what though that that's i think you kind of have the right idea there in the sense of like 
okay you're coming into a market how do you go like do you, if you're doing one sort of at, at a time to start you know are you going to come in with a sessionable pale ale or it's like you know do you want to do that or you know go big and go dipper and I it's a bold move but I think it's really <laughs> paid off for anyone that's not tried it it's, it's the three um, best hops as well mosaic citra and simcoe so you, you can't really go wrong with those and uh, yeah it's it's not got that funky onion thing from the mosaic hmm. the so it's quite well yeah. balanced which I'm happy with and the pine shines through from the mo- from the uh, simcoe and yeah it's 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 nice it's not too sweet there's a bitterness no. that cuts through it that, that balances it out it's not quite as I was hoping, but that's just the yeast I've used. I've used the Burlington yeast, which is very, it's basically the same yeast that alchemists use. And okay. when I looked at alchemist beers afterwards, they actually are quite clear. So it was like, oh, well, there we go. <laughs> you They're were like, of the nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good. But it's not what people um, expect. Expect, expect of it. Yeah, I think that when we uh, launched this beer um, and when I was talking about um, earlier with uh, kind of uh, giving the beers away what we did was we teamed up with uh, triple hopped and they kindly like let us um on their uh, christmas special podcast so we were up against like some beer here as we had like cloud water on there burning skies on there their, um, yeah on track on there and a brand new dipper and then beaker on Blimey. there as well and then there was like yeah. us a new brewery and we had like 50 people basically critiquing our beer like our first ever beer in front <laughs> wow that's so fire! absolute trial by fire yeah but I think that's the thing though is if you can share a stage with those other breweries that are established already and they and they're established for dippers and and those type of things as well I mean the fact that you're you're on that that same stage as them has got to be it's got to feel really good and and I think the thing is especially over lockdown people have proven because a lot of people have now gone online with their orders like there's room for everybody it's not like someone's going to go I want a dipper and you know what I'm only ever going to buy them from cloud water or I'm only yeah. ever going to buy them from track I think a lot of us tend to sort of chop and change we do like this month I'll have some of these next month I'll have some of those um so it's that's got to be well done it's amazing <laughs> yeah it, it was really interesting wasn't it and quite brave but I think at the back of our minds and the reason why we um, started Marikai in the first place is because it's kind of pretty much from my perspective I could see what he was doing for the breweries that he was working for and you know he was making them money and I was in a job doing like I ended up doing maternity in the end like in my mar- in my marketing career and I was kind of like why the hell aren't we just doing it for ourselves? I mean, money obviously is a massive factor, but it's kind of like, why aren't we doing it for ourselves? Because he's really good at it and I know I can market the shit out of it. And we are all about like wanting to create a community around like what we're doing. Cause I've worked for, I don't know, I, I don't know what your um, life is out, outside of this, but when you work for companies and they'll do these old like kind of corporate social responsibility days once a year and it's kind of like oh that feels really nice but it's like why can't we do that all the time and like celebrate you know that all the time and try and bring people in and create a community and a really good feeling and then just like enjoy some really amazing beer that's pretty much it it's trying to make people like feel really good and included like all the time through beer which is obviously brings people together yeah. yeah no I, I know I've, I've worked in quite big companies before and and they've they've gone there you know you've got x amount of hours you can use on community service or doing some type of 
thing social um stuff and no one ever ends up taking it either because it's unless it's organized for you um and that's very like maybe one a year nobody ever goes oh i'm gonna go out of my way and i'm gonna go do this because then you have to go through a whole thing of getting it approved and signed off and and everyone just goes oh it's just too much like i can't be bothered so no you're right in that and you know when you do go out and do it it's like oh this this is quite nice why don't we do this more often um it should just be encouraged to be done more um and and that's really great that you guys have found a way to do that through something that you're both so passionate about yeah it's about you know for us creating a company that actually is on the foundation of um taste equality and community and that is woven into our fabric right at the start so we don't have to backtrack and go do you know what we need to include that and we need to make sure like that is it's kind of thinking as a human being and kind of thinking well actually we don't want people to be left out we want people to come in and feel like they can be they can be part of this and say that from from the very um from the very beginning it's it's super important to us you know and that's what everyone would want to do as a good human right yeah kind of yeah. bring everyone with you and say like it's okay you might not know that much about beer it doesn't matter we can talk you through it um but just kind of come and enjoy the test yeah. I think I think you've got a lot of places that maybe want to do that um but they kind of think like oh someone else would do it I think there's probably a lot of people that a lot of people in places that feel as though like oh yeah I I agree with what you're saying um but when it comes to actually putting the wheels in motion it's always well somebody else would do it you know what you know it's difficult for me to do it because of it or you just think I'll I'll do it later um so hopefully what you guys are doing is then we'll talk about that in a bit but hopefully what you guys are doing is going to show other people what they can what they can do really (laughs) you don't you don't have to worry about the dogs, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, for everybody listening, it's like it's okay. yeah. for everybody listening, that's just the dog wanting to go outside yeah. for a week. I, I get that all the time, so but I, then it's yeah. it's difficult because the two of you are on camera, where it's like when, my, when, when I can hear my dog in the background, it's my husband will just like really quickly run it over the door because he's not in the room. <laughs> so for you guys, you've got to be like, oh, uh, but honestly, don't worry about it. Yeah, we normally kind of dog like guests. just just pick them up and give them a bit of a cuddle and they're soothed but not now they seem to be losing their shit completely every oh, time i guess they want to be included yeah too. they want inclusivity yeah <laughs> yeah that's right i think from from our point of view and you know as, as dog owners there are a lot you know that we can include the dogs in social media but we choose not to because i know yeah. like a lot of dogs have been stolen at the moment so we yeah. just kind of like are not Someone's mowing the lawn out back, so it's driving nuts. (laughs) I was just saying, don't worry about it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I, one thing that I want to know, Joe. I don't know if you have any questions about this one before we we do the next bit, but um, I want to know how you came up with the name. Yeah, that's my question. It made me laugh really hard. I love the name, and I was like, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. yeah, I came up with the name because Oliver was eating something. And I've kind of mentioned this before. And I can't remember whether it was chocolate or ice cream. And I was kind of like, gimme. And he just licked it. And, he's, and he said, like, I licked it, so it's mine. And I was pretty much like, oh, oh, that's a really good name for a beer. We should definitely, like, have that as our first beer name. Great idea. Come out with a dipper and then also call it I licked it, so it's mine. Brilliant. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just one of those things where you kind of like I think everyone sort of like does that or has examples of 
you know, having something that's really amazing and delicious and someone wanting to try it. And it's kind of like, you know, it, it's mine. I know we've got an ethos of sharing, but we just wanted <laughs> to kind of like have a bit of fun, have a bit of fun with that. It's kind of like Merakai brewing and our beer is like your discovery. And you kind of like don't want to share it, but you will share us with other people, but you, you don't, um, you don't want to share it. And the artwork of course is done by the amazingly talented um, Laura Callahan. It's beautiful. Um, For anyone yeah. that's watching the video, I'm just going to show yeah. the, the bit of artwork. Yeah. You've got a lot of diversity on your your can artwork as well, and it's it's sort of a very similar design. There's the differences, but they're all that similar um, style and the lots of different diverse people um, on all these labels. And um, I, I was curious, um, you know, are these based on people that you know you guys know, or is this just somebody has created this? Did you guys have a hand in what you wanted, and somebody designed it for you? Or uh, no, we don't know any of them apart from Tom, who is Seek's Beers. It's uh, this guy here. Oh yeah, oh, right. He basically won our competition to be the person on the can, so it was quite quite useful. <laughs> he, uh, he actually runs his own beer shop, Seek Beer Emporium, so that was quite useful. That uh, yeah. He, he won it without us even knowing him. And then it so happened that he owned a beer shop. So that was quite useful for us. That so. is useful. That's brilliant. And I will um, say on this one, this one looks like you. If it's not intentionally you. you. Yeah. So that, that, that is me. If you look, I'm on every single can. Yeah. I, I noticed that. And I was going to say, yeah. if, that's not in, if that's not you, um, if it's not intentional, it looks me. like you. Yeah, no, uh, Emma surprised me on the I Licked It So It's Mine. Uh, there was just generic people on there. And then I came home one day and she showed me the can design and I was on. I was like, oh, great. And, <laughs> and with the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. That's we, brilliant. Well, well, my brewing friend, um, Matt, he works at Arundel where I used to work. Uh, he has a um, blue, is it, is it a blue parakeet? It's, it's the, the bird basically yeah. on my shoulder. Yeah. So it, it worked quite nicely that, yeah. So it ties in with my past. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, we, we don't know anyone on the can, but what we said to Laura, and one of the reasons why she agreed to um, work with us is because we kind of told her about our story and told her about what we want to do as a brand and a company. And I don't know, like, if you Google her after this, or you might have already kind of like seen some of her work, it's kind of like really femme and some of it is quite kind of like radical and out there. So she was totally on board with what we wanted to do and yeah we just gave her a brief and said this is the name this is the sort of um kind of visual we want to um communicate communicate it's all about like inclusivity and community and then she just came back with these amazing illustrations that's it and we tweak them slightly and then yeah they're finalized and done it's it's, it's quite a quick process luckily so yeah, because she's, she's amazing. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. That's it. We can probably find a link for her or something and put it in the show. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. For anybody yeah, else. She's got like, she's got that, like tens, of, is it hundreds of hundreds thousands? Hundreds of thousands of followers. Of followers. Yeah. <laughs> way, way more than we <laughs> it's, it's definitely the type of labels that you can see yourself framing and putting on a wall. Yeah, she's Thank just like 300,000 followers on Instagram. So she's doing pretty well for yeah. herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a few. Yeah. Just a handful. Yeah. That one no one knows about. Undiscovered talent. <laughs> we like to do it, Marika. You know, we give people a platform. <laughs> right. So you, so you guys um, starting your brewery, not even at the beginning of a pandemic, <laughs> but well into the pandemic. That was definitely courageous. Um, that is you know 
yeah, it's it's a bold it's a bold move, um, and I think that's that's awesome. Um, so yeah, um, h- how has it been? I guess I was curious. Now, how how's it been being like the news on the block, if you like? It's how can I put this? It's yeah. How how do I kind of like yeah? What what? Why on earth do we start like a brewery in the middle of a pandemic? Uh, because you said let's do it now while we have some spare time. <laughs> right. So let me just kind of say this from a business point of view, right? The conditions are not never, that great. Never perfect. Though. The market is <laughs> completely packed. Um, we don't benefit from any kind of like relief or any government grant or any new business loan because I put together a business plan that wasn't like shonky. It was realistic and it still got turned down <laughs> for like any money whatsoever. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we just kind of like decided to go for it. And it was a case of if we don't do it now, we'll, we'll never we'll never do it, really. There's never the right time to start anything, is there? There's always something that you can say, oh, well, we'll wait until that and we'll wait until the end of that. So sometimes you just got to take the plunge and do it. Yeah, that was it. I don't know if it's kind of like brave or like not not so clever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe a bit of both but yeah. no no I think it's I think it's great I think it's a really good because then at the end of the day you could turn around and you could go oh well, wait till after the pandemic then you wait till after the pandemic then more people start popping up because maybe the financials for some people work out because you know people renting space suddenly becomes slightly cheaper at first so then okay everyone flocks those spaces then the value the demand and the you know everything that goes up so suddenly you go well now it's a bit too expensive to do it so I, I think it's yeah. quite, then you'll be kicking yourselves going why didn't we just take the plunge and just do it when when we had the opportunity to do it so the truth is I needed a job like basically because <laughs> the last role that I was working was a maternity cover and um yeah she got made redundant um because the company was being taken over and they wanted to try and kind of keep me on and I was hoping for it but then also thinking like what what else could I what else could I do? And it just came down to it that basically after this, I wouldn't have a job. And knowing the struggles of actually what it's like to get a job and go through that, especially marketing where it's so competitive and so tough, it was a case of, right then, we just better go for it because Emma needs a job. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Kind of like being completely selfish. I needed a job. And, you know, we knew we could we knew we could make it um, make it work. And we used like, the money from uh we sold our house and we used the money that we had um <laughs> yeah like ev- everything we basically like have in the world has gone into creating um this brewery and i'm doing myself like and oliver probably like a little bit of a disservice by saying that oh we hope it works and all these other factors but like actually to be completely kind of like plain and straight i knew like with my business head on i knew he has like Oliver's very bloody good at brewing. He's very good at what he does. I'm good at what I do. I put together a business plan that was pretty bloody good. And so far in this pandemic, we've been selling really well, considering that no one friggin' knew who we were. The amount of places that have like stocked us, like the communities that have like supported us and really, you know, like helped us um get to kind of where where we are now and the stock and the level that it's selling you know to say that we were kind of brand new when we started with nothing and where we are now it's like it's actually quite phenomenal 
Amazing. Yeah, it's actually quite quite phenomenal. And I had a bit of a meltdown with our accountant just going, oh my God, like, what have we done? You know, as a crisis of confidence, yeah. like, shit, is this going to work? And she was kind of like, I wouldn't have taken you on as a client if I didn't think your business idea <laughs> wasn't a viable one. So, like, it's, like, it's fine. We're going to have wobbles like that. We're going to have moments like that. Yeah. But, you know, with beers, like, he's putting out and, you know, with people like yourselves in the community behind us and um supporting us you know like i feel i feel confident i just like have a wobble every now and again but oh yeah overall it's it's i think we all do though everyone's entitled to have a bit of a wobble or a bit of like a we call it imposter syndrome of like having imposter syndrome everyone's entitled to have that and and you you know does that ever go away when you talk to people you you can talk to the most successful people and and sometimes they sort of stop and go you know oh god what am I doing am I doing this right and like they they question themselves I think it's only natural for for people to do it. especially when you when you are more like down to earth and stuff it doesn't matter how successful you are you're always going to have that moment of oh you know ooh, am I doing things right um, and I think that says a lot about you guys the fact that you're sitting here going oh I've done you know we've done such a selfish thing like it's, it feels selfish to say I, I wanted a, a job and all that but at the end of the day like you're still putting back into the community with all of your your outreach that you're doing with the the social stuff, the the inclusivity stuff, all that. You know, you didn't have to do that. You don't have to take that stuff on board. So, you know, the fact that you're going, I've, you know, we sold a house, we've done this, and it feels very selfish. It feels such a big risk, but you're still putting other people first and trying to give other people a voice as well. And I think that's something to really commend because not a lot of people would do that. <laughs> yeah, no, we we could do more though, and I've you know um been doing a lot of um a lot of work and I kind of I think that at the moment we're just like doing the talk but I can't wait until we're doing the action and I think by the time this podcast comes out one of the first um campaigns we're doing is around mental health um because the the beer that we have out after the NEPA which I know you want to talk about and we'll get to and I'll let Oliver do all the talking on that <laughs> I promise we'll get that um, we'll, we'll get there don't worry is um yeah a lager called how's your head hun oh could you would you mind getting the label, get the label. right <laughs> People will see this after this that by the time it comes out. But right, the listeners. Called, How's your head, hon? And it's called How's yeah. your head, hon? Because obviously, like, love RuPaul's Drag Race. And Michelle Visage did a, <laughs> yes. um, did a program on BBC Three about, like, calling up her celeb mates and asking them how they were. But it was called How's your head, hon? And we were so inspired by that. And Oliver and I have struggled um, with our mental health, not just in the pandemic, but kind mm-hmm. of, like, out Can of that... See? yeah oh yeah beautiful right listeners you've got to go and watch this bit of the video (laughs) i don't i don't want to try to explain it and not do it the justice that it deserves but there's a nice little rainbow background rainbows (laughs) people supporting each other go grab the video and go and have a look at it because it's beautiful and go and grab the beer when it's out because yes it's going to be incredible but this is all about um I was having a conversation with a friend um, about mental health and alcohol and he said well it's you know it could be like a little bit risky you doing this but the fact is is I've had people who I've had conversations with who've kind of reached out to us um, once they knew we were looking to do a, a campaign about mental health and saying well I've struggled and it's like yeah drinking alcohol um, and you know like mental health um, we know that people struggle with alcoholism and this campaign 
is basically to support like people in the community who don't, you know, who are uh, not alcoholics, um, who enjoy a beer, but who kind of like feel desperately lonely and feel like they're the only ones going through um, these issues and, you know, this problem. And we feel like it's our responsibility. And like you said, we've taken on this kind of like mantle to make sure that um, we're really supporting and like taking care of our community and mental health is something that we really wanted to to address um, within the community and say well you can kind of like talk about it and just open it up and when you you know like if someone's drinking a beer on their own on a Friday night and feel like they can't open up we want to create like spaces and conversations to kind of like encourage these people to um to talk and 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 yeah yeah I have a really serious conversation I know like <laughs> just losing their minds underneath me but the thing you know, is I could see Ollie's face yeah. going and then I was like oh my god don't I was like don't because this is a very it's serious very serious it's very important <laughs> it is. Not, don't lose it don't yeah. lose it but, 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 but this is kind of well this is life I suppose yeah. isn't it but yeah. you know um it's just really important for us to to do that and I'm working yeah. on um a program which is like runs throughout um the entirety of April um and Crafty Pinup is um helping me with um, some bits and pieces like the lovely Kimberly she's fantastic oh, she's yeah, she and um, also um, there's a, a few other people within the community that have come to me with some really amazing ideas that will support and pick up so there's going to be three weeks in um, April where there's going to be like a full program of content um, to support and promote mental health as well as obviously like how's your head honey is the conversation starter but that is kind of like sitting in the background as the facilitator for people to share um their thoughts and feelings around mental health and just kind of like encourage people to talk what we'll also be doing um as part of um our outreach without how's your head on we actually wanted to have that as a beer where we would uh, be able to sell our beer and then give money to charity but because it's kind of mental health and um i reached out to mind and a couple of others um, we can't actually give money from the sale of alcohol to charities like that just because of yeah. um, their communities. And like I mentioned before, struggles with alcoholism, it's not like the right thing to do. So what we're doing is three weeks of fundraising where, again, I've teamed up with like some amazing people um, to give us some fantastic prizes where we'll be doing a virtual raffle where you can just donate a pound. This will be happening when this podcast is out. So people can just kind of go to our um, Instagram page and look at like what's occurring and um, just give a quid and they could win some like amazing prizes, like some must have US beers to like gorgeous meals for two, a kind of brewing experience day with Oliver when it's safe to do so once COVID has ended like <laughs> gorgeous merch and kind of beer from um our friends and uh breweries um that we that we know uh so yeah it'll kind of like all be kicking off in April um but that's kind of like part of the action that we want to do and that will kind of like happen um throughout uh, the course of our um, life really is we want to just make sure that we're actually like doing the action and practicing what we preach because you know we can talk about it all day but unless we're actually like putting in the work and doing something and trying to make a difference and a change like that is when things happen basically. And that's really brilliant because I think um, as you said a lot of charities because of the sensitivity around beer and, and mental health and alcoholism and all that um I think a lot of breweries want to do something to support 
you know mental health but it because it's so difficult it just ends up getting sort of pushed to the side as far as charities go because it is that challenging and what I think is really great is you know you guys have said okay so we can't do this okay so what else do we do like you've gone you know what we just have to pivot this isn't this isn't a door shut it's a we just have to pivot how we think about this and maybe that's sort of the marketing brain of like I can't do this so let's pivot because I'm from what I understand in marketing, it's quite pivotal to be able to go, okay, let's, let's, <laughs> yeah, it's the same in journalism, but it's, it's the same thing in journalism. It's like, okay, how do I, how do I spin this? How do I put the positive spin on this? Um, and, and I think that's, um, you know, you didn't let that be what defeated what you wanted to do. It was like, no, we still want to do this. So let's just find another door to open to be able to do this. So that's, that's really great yeah, that's exactly the conversation um I had with uh with the fundraising team at Mind because they were like they rung me up who was so sweet and I could hear um in in the person's voice she said I'm really sorry I really hate to turn down money but I kind of I have to and I said well you know what can we do to make there must be a way for us to do this but so it's yeah it's not us going here is the big fat check from Merakai Brewing Co aren't we good patting ourselves on the back here's some money from us it's kind of like not that it is we have to raise money and we have to kind of like bring our community with us and get everybody kind of stuck in and it's like the feeling of helplessness when you feel like you can't do anything and for someone to just give a quid I mean we're not reinventing the wheel here for someone to just sit at home and have a beer have a laugh and give a quid where they could win something amazing but they know it will change people's lives I mean it's kind of like it's just one of them things where we're hoping and like actually I know that our community will rally like around and um and just and just do some great things uh basically yeah so like it really doesn't matter how much money we raise just the fact that we're actually kind of getting out there we're having these conversations and some a little amount can save someone's life and change their life so yeah that's what we're about let's uh let's do it so i in my day job i work for a charity and i work for a homelessness charity here in kent um and yeah, that, that is the difficulty with, you know, we, we struggle with it. Um, Shepherd Neem have um, sponsored things for us. And like, so, you know, they've just supported us. And often we'll get um, complaints from outside where they're like, how dare you, you like even have a brewery associated with you because of alcoholism and the possible struggles that come with homelessness or cause homelessness um but our fundraising team like the fundraising team from mine they know how to turn it and discuss it with the people and and make the best of it and I think the best fundraising um activities and campaigns are the ones where you're not just making money but you're raising that awareness as well and I think it's amazing that that's what that's your plan and that's what you're doing like it's getting you know you're getting the money in that's going to help but then just planting that seed in people's minds so that then they think about it and then they can spread the message as well. That's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of really, um, really difficult, um, Joanne. And yeah, the conversation that I mentioned that I had with my friend was basically like, he was really tough on me and saying, you know, like, well, what about this and what about that? But these issues exist in our community and you know Kimberly Craft Beer Pinup was talking about um 
anxiety and uh, mental health um, awareness and issues within the hospitality industry. We kind of like don't really don't really talk about that, but within our community, it's such a captive audience. It's like a really good opportunity to just push that agenda and try and like make sure we're all trying to look after each other and each other's well-being yeah as well uh, yeah it's it, you know issues like that are, are super super important to us so yeah we'll see how it goes we might have like a bit of backlash but hopefully I can answer it well but ultimately like this is coming from a place of people who are you know drinking beer anyway don't have a problem with alcohol but are suffering you know with um, mental illness or anxiety or depression and they don't know where to turn to and by kind of saying we're a community we're here for it like we can help these are the sorts of things um that you can do when you're not alone um yeah I think that's really powerful and, yeah. and important yeah I, I think I think that's a whole separate stigma in itself on on mental health is you know if you have mental health problems and you also enjoy beer um okay are you suddenly is that suddenly exacerbating it you know it, and it, it's almost like you know I can I can have a healthy relationship with alcohol and I can still have mental health issues so right. you know to not have that conversation it, it, it's not taking away from saying you know that they can very much go hand in hand but yeah. it's not taking that away it's just saying like look those of us who who also have a healthy relationship with alcohol can also still have those feelings so you know we all deserve the support to be able to talk about it. So um, I think that's a very important, it's a very important conversation to, to have just overall. So yeah, that's um, excited to see what you you guys are going to be doing for, yeah. for the month. Awesome. Yeah. And we just, uh, every time we release um, How's Your Head, hon, we'll be looking to support a different, um, a different charity um, each, each time, uh, basically, just to kind of like, you know, look at other different points of view. Like there's LGBTQIA plus um, charities. Like obviously, um, Joanne, we've got um, home homeless charities um, as well. And then um, there's a, a group who I follow um, on Instagram um, called um, Black Minds uh, Matter. So yeah, um, it's all about trying to give a platform and support um, different communities with the varying uh, mental health needs and try and just use our platform to generate awareness. I say our platform, like it's a big one. It's not a big one and we're realistic about that, but we have, you know, like a responsibility um, while we're here to, to do some good and support and not just kind of like be a bystander and stand in the background and not say anything. You know, we want to use our platform for, for good, no matter how big or, or small it is. And that's the way we're going to continue with um, with uh, Merakai. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think the size of the platform matters, but I also think that you're probably, again, downplaying the size of Maybe. your platform. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be surprised by how big it actually is. Um, yeah. Um, shall we crack the next beer? Because I yes. am dying to try another yeah. one. I've, I've been... Um, try not to chug the other one too much so we're gonna have i'm your biggest fan which is your pale yeah and i need to know i it's probably unintentional but i just need to know because it makes me think of this is the name from mean girls because that is exactly where, what i think of no but i'm glad it appears to do appeals to different um different generations <laughs> Um, I will say this, I'm trying, on that note, I'm trying to make Merakai Mondays happen, but I feel like it's a Gretchen, you ch- stop trying to make things happen <laughs> situation. 
She's like, yeah. Can't um, make fetch happen, Emma. Well, it's, it just it just pops into my head. It's my fa- one of my favorite scenes in Mean Girls was just when he's like, Danny DeVito, I'm your biggest fan. And every time I read this can, like, that's what I, <laughs> I want to Good. say. Good. Yeah, no, it's um, it, it can be can be whatever whatever you want it to mean, really. I'm looking Ooh. at Oliver going, do some talking. I'm just going to wait for them to try it first. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so this is a 5.2 American Pale Ale. Uh, uses mosaic, azaka, amarillo, and equinot hops to try and give you some tropical and uh, stone fruit flavors along with the yeast. Again, it's the Burlington yeast. Um, and then it also gives you a slight sort of grapefruity pithiness coming through as well. Um, yeah, it's just really nice, easy drinking. Hopefully when pubs open again, you can smash pints of it in the garden. That's the, <laughs> that's the idea of it, really. So it, It's so funny because it, it is also very sessionable, but it's just as sessionable as the dipper. And it's just yeah. like still getting my head around the fact that that dipper is so sessionable. Yeah. This has like this nice crispness to it yeah. as well. Very, um, very refreshing, very Moorish. This goes on our, uh, on the barbecue beers list, I reckon. Mm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Definitely on barbecue beers list. Yeah. Yeah, it's evolved <laughs> over time. And it's become like quite, the quite floral now, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, it's definitely got a bit of floral in there. I'm getting like that bitterness towards like it, it's it's a notable bitterness at the back end, but it's not it's very well balanced out with the rest of the flavors. It's not just like flat bitterness in your face. Yeah, no, it's not a West Coast or an East Coast. It is just an American pale ale, basically. So it, mm. it does have a slightly higher bitterness ratio. Um, I was sort of going down the whole steady rolling man. That's that's what I was aiming for. That sort of. Yeah, I can see that. Proper sessionable, just but hoppy, very hop heavy sort of ale. Yeah, we've done all right with this beer. It has like a bit of a cult following in um, certain um, areas. We have like retailers who just ring me up and say, oh, yeah, I'll order like a couple of cases of that. And then I'll get a phone call like three days later saying, oh, yeah, um, we've run out of that before the weekend. Can you uh, can you send us some more? And we're basically we're, we're nearly out of it. Wow. We're nearly out of it. Wow. Yeah, no, it's um, it's, yeah, it's really I feel like it would go very well as well with like um like bar snacks. Like I feel like it's definitely something that you could sit there and have snacks and it just is like the perfect accompaniment to, to snacks. Sitting around the tap room, bar yeah. snacks, bar catching snacks. up with everybody. Yeah, this is this is the beer for that, I think. Yeah. To take it back a step, so when you guys h- how long was it that you guys got the idea that this is what you wanted to do? before it actually came to fruition and you physically started brewing your first beer? Uh, Two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. When I got fired. (laughs) I came home after being fired and I was just like, what can I do with my life? Uh," And then just realised, hang on a minute, took a look outside myself, looked at Oliver, saw he was making money for people and doing really well in brewing. Thought, I don't really want to do what, like open a marketing agency or whatever he's got talent and I can kind of like be a star maker basically and just put everything to support him in what he was doing um which is kind of like not downplaying my role and saying that I just sit in the background and go no 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 but you know um he's got you know it's it's talent but yeah it was kind of easily two and a two and a half years wasn't it yeah I'd been working at the brewery Arundel Brewery for probably about a year and um my boss had already gone and I'd taken over sort of his role and even when he was there still I was discussing with him what do I want to do and it was every brewer pretty much always wants to own their own 
business and run their own brewery because you want to brew your own beers. Don't want to be dictated to by anyone that what you should or shouldn't be brewing. Um, and lucky enough at Arundel, I did have quite a bit of free reign to brew the beers I, I liked to brew. But yeah, it was still the opportunity to, to do it for myself. And yeah, as Emma said, make us some money. Um, it was always a nice idea. So that's yeah. crazy that's two and two and a half so basically you thought about doing this before there was even an idea about the pandemic happening like this was not like you weren't like oh you know because a lot of people have gone COVID no. kind of forced me to do a career change and I'm going to go for the thing that I want you were like this is good this is what we want to do here's our yeah. here's our path and then you get hit with COVID yeah <laughs> and Brexit and you, I know you oh, guys God, had yeah. a, a whole mare with your glasses your amazing looking glasses Thank because you. of Brexit so you probably went we have no. all these amazing plans and then they're like ha ha COVID ha ha Brexit oh my god yeah it's something that you do like in marketing where you would do a um, SWOT analysis, which is kind of, you know, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, and then something which is like a pestle, which is kind of like looking out into politics and economics and kind of like, you know, threats and everything. <laughs> I don't think anybody, when they were planning, like any strategies, would right. have thought, mm, global pandemic, I'm just going to put that down there. <laughs> um, and I think we had years, even before that, I think like easily, 10 years ago, we were all really drunk and sat around. Well, I say we, it's me, myself, me, myself, me, myself, <laughs> Oliver and my sister's um, then kind of like boyfriend, she's now husband. We just sat around having um, a curry one night in Wales. We it went down to visit them. Cardiff Brewfest. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. So like we were just sitting down, like having a, having a drink and just... You know, bruised dreams. Yeah, br- the idea of bruised dreams came up, and bruised dreams is me kind of like just being well drunk. So I kind of mentioned to Tori in in the chat that when, when we went to like beer festivals, I was always gravitate to um, the stouts and the imperial stouts just because I love the taste of them. But you know, I'd have like three and just be completely <laughs> on the friggin' floor. Yeah, not pace myself, but I like the taste. So I would just like the test and then forget myself completely. And I was wittering on about something called Bruised Dreams. And Bruised Dreams was the, was the idea that we could set up a company that would be like just us and we'd be kind of living our best life and putting out, you know, kind of like good vibes and good feeling and create like a gorgeous community, like around whatever we were doing. And that was before Oliver was even a brewer. But in Bruges. But in kind of like in Bruges. Because <laughs> it's a fucking fairy tale. Yeah. yeah. And ever, ever since then. <laughs> it really, really is. It, is. it looks <laughs> like it's like if you were to go to Disney and they've like. That is my Disney. It's when you yeah, go to yeah. Disney and they oh go to like, um, oh. the fairy tale <laughs> world. Yeah, right. No, any, anyone will listen. Like I've made no secret about the fact that I like Bruges is um, my, like, that is my kind of Graceland. That is the place I love, love going back to. It's just like, it's just the best. It's gorgeous. It is literally oh, gorgeous. So good. Yeah, that, that was the idea. And then yeah, Bruges Dreams evolved into Oliver going from home brewing to kind of brewing. And then actually you're bloody good at this. So let's kind of try and do it ourselves. Cause you know, why not? <laughs> yeah. it's just crazy the fact that you're like yeah you know two and a half years I was thinking like like for me it's I don't this is what I thought would be really good to talk to you guys about this because I think some people probably have no idea how long it actually takes to plan out doing something like this um and and the reality of it is I thought you were going to say maybe like 
kind of the start of the the pandemic like literally maybe january like maybe a year ago um but totally so much yeah that is um a lot longer than i expected yeah it's kind of like it's an evolution um that was bruised dreams but like bruised bruised dreams in its kind of like infancy was going to bruges buying like some old like plot of land with a little kind of like house on it creating like a gorgeous like little b&b with possibly some sort of like home brewery in the background with some like chickens and people are just want to come and sit there in this like I want to go there I was just gonna say I I want to go little chateau no it's way before escape to the chateau this is the thing it was before escape to the chateau and then escape to the chateau came out I was kind of like, that is Bruce my idea. Gonna, with a brewery. Say, like, that is it. <laughs> but with a brewery, can you imagine? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Angel, Wall Garden, Chateau, Moat, Brewery. I don't want to give you the idea. Yeah, no, yeah, don't no, give it away. I'm going to have to cut this <laughs> bit. Don't it, it, I'll, I'll, it, it I'll have to like, bleep it out. It feels like this is yeah. like every conversation that I have with Joe. I'm like, I've had this idea that I'm like, oh, sh- I shouldn't say that. I should. No, I'm okay. saying it. I'm saying it. No, but yeah, that 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 was it, and that this is kind of like how it's manifested. But one day we'll get to Bruges and have that beautiful kind of like idyllic getaway where you can just come and enjoy beers. You could do the the, the brew dog model where they're like, now we opened up a hotel. You could be like, look, we we're going to now open up a gorgeous chateau. I have a theory about this, which I'm going to share with you, uninvited, obviously. Do it. I'm saying to Oliver today because you know they've got their new box out, which is like brew dog and friends with two beers, two breweries. Um, I think they're trying to be like their business model is like Amazon. I think they're trying to like dominate the beer world and they're gonna have like every, all the breweries like send all their beers to like brew dog and brew dog are gonna have this mega fucking house. fulfillment house with all their drones and shit like drama oh my god yeah i've given them a fucking idea i'll tell you what if james what hasn't thought of that he's gonna be he's gonna be like that i'm taking that <laughs> well don't <laughs> worry he takes a lot of money he does yeah, yeah no. there we go <laughs> They'll it'll get the Photoshop out. There'll be a beer <laughs> named after it. <laughs> Someone needs to take away his Adobe license. I'm serious. Like, <laughs> oh god, yeah. That, honestly, I think no. I think they they thought about this. You know, they must have because they they've looked at hotel models, haven't they, with the Hilton or whatever, and they must be thinking Brewdog. If they must be thinking Amazon. They, if they haven't thought like we want to be the beer equivalent to Amazon, then that's just like no, they must have thought. Because they, they don't have enough money to do it either. So yeah, they have way like they, they, they have money. <laughs> yeah, but that but that's what you can go for though. Is you can be like, well, that's it. We're gonna do like the scaled back version. Of that well, we're just gonna open one chateau, <laughs> <laughs> one chateau in Bruges. <laughs> oh, guess what? Like, it's gonna be this. chickens. <laughs> The wait list would be incredible, but then that kind of like doesn't tie with our inclusivity, so we've got like a bit of an issue. People can still visit; they don't have to stay there. Yeah, they can true. still they come just... and visit. You can you can't have an infinite hotel as much as we'd all like to have an infinite It'd be hotel. So good, 
make it happen or you could do like a, ca- a campground in the background so you've got like your 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 actual like bed and breakfast situation where you can mm. have x amount of guests but then you could have like a campground out the back so if someone wants to just pitch up in the back it's inclusive breakfast beer bed beer and breakfast yeah bed, bed, <laughs> bed beer and breakfast i feel That's like we've it. just birthed this together lots of pastry stuff <laughs> lots and lots of pastry stuff, yeah. i'm gonna go and pet this I'm do it go this. do it right now <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're talking about ally <laughs> he's, he's got our backs so we're doing it yeah we're gonna we're gonna make this happen oh you give us like some yeah you're giving us some really good ideas <laughs> oh, i've got a load more i've got a load more in my She's head yeah, just, more. <laughs> yeah no well when we can afford to hire somebody we'll hire you both Come in as a consultant <laughs> we'll just go Ooh. Have you thought about Amazon for beer? <laughs> oh, before, before 3D we... beer. Can you imagine 3D printing? Oh, smell of vision. Smell of vision beers where I can show someone this and then they get an aroma that comes from it and then they go, I want to buy that. And mm. um, I'm going to crack this. That's a nice segue. I was going to say that's kind of like yeah. really neatly done. Into the next one. Into the, Into the next one. Yeah, <laughs> that that would be our TikTok video, which is boom. <laughs> I am not. Uh, yeah, I'm debating whether to put us on TikTok or not. But the fact is, is oh, it's it's a, a bit fun. It is it's a bit fun, fun though. I was fun. like, it's I was like... so anti TikTok for so long. I was like, I'm not doing it. And then Joe started making these amazing videos. So I was like, I'll make an account I so I can watch her video. You can pour it harder. I nitroed it. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Oh, I haven't got a big enough glass for that. Oh, I'm, no. I've not done it fully because I'm saving some for photos later. Yeah, there we go. Joanne, is that a, uh, a brewery? No, no, it's a three heels glass. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> these ones, unfortunately, these ones are brew dog. <laughs> My little tasting one. They were well, three, weren't they? You just yeah. nicked them. Nicked them when you had the little when the paddle. When the paddle, yeah. I nicked that Shove one. it in the handbag. I Shove it in the handbag. This smells really nice. Yeah, this smells lovely. Uh, it's a, we put our love in this. It's a Boston stout. Now, I obviously, being from Boston myself, which again, some people still don't believe or think I'm born to British parents. I am not. I am actually from Boston. Um, I obviously want this because I'm. Do you do your best Boston accent? Come on. Uh, it's really difficult when someone asks me to do it. It's I think just. Marky Mark Wahlberg. Oh, no, but his doesn't even sound that like. <laughs> oh, he is from Boston. It just him and Matt Damon just don't. They don't sound very Boston for people that are like from the area. It just drives <sighs> me up a wall. I don't know. Well, I can't. What should I? What should I say? I can't think. I'm of... from Boston. No, but it doesn't. It's more like if you're actually from. If you're actually from Boston, you don't really say like. I think over here everyone goes oh Boston, but that's not it. It's it's like Boston. Like you'd be like oh, it's like A A H. You'd go like oh Boston kid. Oh, (laughs) there's a lot of f words. There's a lot of kid. There's a lot of. I love that. Great. How many Um, beers do we have to give you until Boston Tory comes out? Um, over here it doesn't really work like when I'm back doesn't visiting happen. no when I'm back visiting <laughs> no I just get more like red in yeah I get more like <laughs> it's got like it's gone like I, I start, dro- I start like um dropping like 
I'll start, you know, I'll go like, oh, it's Reading. Like, instead of saying Reading, I'll go, oh, Reading. Yeah, that's what happens because that's more like similar to sort of. Do your locals double barrels sim- and stuff like that then? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. My, I've right. got, uh, I've got Siren Elusive, Double Barrel, Phantom. I'm going to get <laughs> crap for saying Siren, Siren first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry about Siren again. Phantom Siren. I just go from like who's closest to me, work my way out, but that's it. I'm going to, you know. So all of a sudden it's that's gonna be oh you name that first for a reason yeah um d- double barrel um crafty cats is a new one that's just come up nearby and they've got Ooh. a they they started as well like dip is one of their first three and i was like bold the trend. move <laughs> that trend, is amazing you started the trend look at that <laughs> yeah for sure um but yeah t- talk us through this boston stout it's delicious uh, uh basically uh i was influenced by going to boston with with my old boss um we did a whole tour of new england we we did i think it was 20 breweries in four days through five states and wow. over a thousand miles it was it was crazy. can i guess the states can i guess the states that you went to you go for it yeah yeah vermont new hampshire massachusetts maine and Connecticut. I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's Shit. Oh. You were like, yeah. You were like, yeah. Guess them. I guess them, and then you were like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. know. <laughs> I knew the four first ones. That was good. So there we go. Fifth one. I was like, I can't think of the fifth one. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, while I was over there, I had quite a few stouts, and they they all had the same similar sort of theme where. You've got a very complex grain bill, but you don't have that huge amount of hoppiness that you get from other American stouts, which I'm not a huge fan of. I find it a bit yeah. weird. It's almost like yeah. a black IPA sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I was just influenced by that. And, uh, main, mainly the, um, the Trillium one, Secret Stairs. I, I absolutely love that beer. And, yeah, it, that's got, I think, 11 grains in it. And this one's got 12. So I had to try and up them. That's like... um. It doesn't hit you until it kind of gets to like the aftertaste, but I get like a nuttiness in the yeah. aftertaste. But like it's not that how strong it's coming through in the aftertaste. I would expect it to like be in the main taste, and it's just it like just shows up, and it's really just this pleasant like nutty. And um, yeah, oh, that's this is nice. I like the it, balance it's, it's... of caramel and coffee. That's delicious. Yeah, there's um, I think there's. <laughs> three different caramels in this there's like a medium a dark and a light one just to try and give you all the different complexities of it um you've got pale chocolate and standard chocolate in as well to again to try and give you more chocolate notes without being too astringent yeah but then it also has like roasted barley and black and everything else in it to really push push those roasted flavors through as well but i'm trying to make it smooth without it being too astringent which is the difficult part but the longer it's sitting in can the smoother it's getting which is lovely because it was smooth anyway and now it's getting smoother so yeah um, I'm happy with it. It's 6.5. It drinks again like a lot less alcohol, which is yeah, it does <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like a theme with your beers, and it's very um, it's deadly because <laughs> I feel like you could definitely just again very sessionable. Um, you could easily and and I don't. I mean, Joe, you might say this more than I do, but uh, you know, I don't say a lot of stouts are sessionable because sometimes it's very like I really enjoy a stout, but it's something that's so rich or or heavy that you're kind of like yeah I could have one of these and that is more than enough whereas this is like just so sessionable I can just easily sit there and go oh yeah and and it's I've drunk it a lot quicker than I've realized I've done it yep (laughs) 
Yeah, I yeah. could definitely have a couple of these. There's body um, to it, but without it being too thick or too thin, it's yes. yeah. just about the right. perfect amount. Yeah, and there's that like little that little edge of carbonation, but not tis not heavy. Yeah, tis. I was gonna say tis, and then I was yeah. like, I'm not gonna say Joanne's word. I'm gonna let her <laughs> say the word. <laughs> this is this is one of my favorites like i i like um i like dark beers the most i like belgian beers and i like um dark beers and like stouts um and i kind of like made no secret of talking about you know when i was a teenager and i used to go to the pub and drink like a guinness i mean who drinks guinness um, but... I do sometimes when yeah. there's nothing yeah, really on when tap. You're I'm like, teen- when you're a teenager, you know, your friends are drinking like WKD and a bottle yeah. of like, going, I enjoy a Guinness. <laughs> um, this is just, yeah, this is this is my favorite. I can just drink this. I drink this the most out of like Abia's. She's drinking the profits. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I enjoy, I enjoy this. Like, I, I just got the visual this. of like a, a teenager. That's. You know how you've got like the teenagers that if you try, they're like, if I buy something that's more adult, like they're not going to question how old I am. That's what I'm like, one <laughs> Guinness. Guinness, please. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, much. she's asking for a Guinness. She's clearly old enough to have a that, Guinness. That, that, that's correct. No, but I was legally allowed to um, drink, <laughs> drink the beer when I was asking um, asking for a Guinness. And funnily <laughs> enough, on the, what was it? On the chat last night, we were talking about different kind of like beers to drink, weren't we? What were they on about? I don't know. I was quite drunk. Oh yeah, no, that's fair oh, enough. Sorry, that's conversation. That's conversation. Um, conversation. <laughs> I, I appreciated the honesty. That but, was that well, no, one, of the, one, of the, one of the beers that uh, we were drinking was uh, the brown ale by um, Mondo and uh, Queer Brewing uh, Project, basically. And then that led on to a conversation which talked about like underage drinking and Lambrini. And um, what, oh, what, what was it? Forty forty. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. 2020. This all means nothing to me. Oh, no, because she doesn't know. 20. You don't know anything about Mad Dog No, because she wasn't over here when she was yeah, a teenager. They were American. They were from Arizona. Oh, really? Don't have it, no, yeah. Indiana. Sorry, Indiana. They were talking about, like, Manwich and, like... Oh, I know what Man... Well, no, Manwich. I know Manwich in terms of food, not in yeah, terms of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Back on to that conversation. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, but that, that was... <laughs> you have having flashbacks. I don't know why I've gone into, into that sort of territory. I suppose it's like teenage white lightning so they that were saying there, that we yeah. should do like a sexy cocktail with our beer and kind of like have a what a dipper and what white lightning and a dipper or woodpecker cider in our dipper oh, I can't remember. <laughs> snake, bite, snake bite with the uh the pale and i said i'll go with it do the dipper if you're gonna do a snake bite yeah i i yeah. am team snake bite um because i like if i'm gonna get something that's not a bit like there's this one place that in in reading um that's called the purple turtle and i think they're probably like the only place that ever still does can you just say that again the purple turtle purple turtle turtle. (laughs) it was when she says peanut butter pretzels as well peanut butter butter pretzels no i say it really fast Uh, peanut butter pretzels But yes, there's there's a place in Reading which I'm not going to name again. Um, that they they're like the last place I think that does snake bites, and it is like every time you go there, you kind of feel like you have to have one, and then you have Get one, and you're like, now I feel like I'm going to vomit, but it's great. <laughs> Get a perno, drop it in it, Red Witch. There you go, Red Witch. <laughs> 
That's it. I think we should we should bring back snake bites <laughs> with craft craft snake bites. Craft snake bites. It's pretty much how I met you, snake bites. Pints. I was doing four pint pictures of them. Well, the worst part is when you yeah, go to the US and you try it. to get one. I, I tried and to go to because obviously the picture. Is yeah, and so it, it, but and I, went, I want to get with this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I tried to get one in the US because it was listed. It, it was first of all, it's a pub, but it's an Irish pub. But they tried to make it like an English pub, but it was definitely you know it's a, pubs in the US are just really weird. The floors sense. aren't it's sticky not, enough, and they don't smell right. But it's also <laughs> quite. It, it's like it's like the equivalent of when you have like an American restaurant over here, and it's mm. just like you're like that's like Fridays, and leather, you're like oh okay, pleather booths, <laughs> yeah, and pictures uh, of American um, baseball players. Yeah, but the, yeah, exactly nailed it. Um, but then they, they had um, they were like we're doing snake bites, and and I it's my husband had come over, who is then my fiance had come over, and we were getting married, and we went to this place, and I was like, oh my god, they do snake bites, and he's like, oh, they do snake bites. I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to get one because I've never seen anything in any place over here serve snake bites. So I got it, and it was like a Guinness with something else and I was like this is not a snake bite I was That's like they've got this bite. all wrong <laughs> oh, yeah it was like they're using dark beer this is not right I can't deal with this but I don't know how we tangented on snake bites but I just had to get <laughs> well, that out I mean well yeah that's yeah that's something different um while we're on this tangent um I I went to an Irish pub in Texas um and it had a red telephone booth in it <laughs> And they were like, look, look, this is like an, look, it's like an English pub. Like, you'll recognise it. And I was like, floor's not sticky enough. doesn't smell <laughs> right. Like, there's got to be it this smell. The right. The nicotine on the walls. Yeah. Right. The and there's got to be this. Nicotine, yeah. There's got to be this smell that is just like beer soaked into the wood of the bar. Like, if there's that, yeah. not that smell, then it's not an English Stale. Pub. Like a stale. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and then they had this red smell. telephone booth. And I was just standing there looking at it. And I was like it's not right and they were like what do you mean it's a red telephone book and I was like there's something not right about it and like the scale was off and I think the font was wrong and I was just like <laughs> it's not right <laughs> it's not right it's like it's not right and also should be outside and like it was too squat and I was should like be outside like someone's seen a picture of it and not quite done it right like it's Brilliant. not right and then we went to a casino and they had um uh it was like it was like a casino of the world and they had like a big ben on the outside in the houses of parliament and i'm stood in the car park. there's a picture of me like literally in the car park like pointing to this big ben being like <laughs> what what is going on weird things that you see in texas and across the border in oklahoma <laughs> i think there's weird things you see it's the just generally in america yeah i think it's just in the, US, like what it is. the yeah. idea of like what the uk is it's just, yeah. it is really like it is really funny british she says <laughs> in her quotes and i was like okay well sure. from the conversation last night it like it's interesting about perceptions because there was a guy who was talking about his um his brother his older brother in college was like oh, yeah. nicknamed like the big green, green. Big, big, green big green after like Heineken and they all thought like all these like Americans thought that Heineken, Heineken was like the class like it was like <laughs> the shit and when because it's years, imported thing that he was that sounded there, really good Jack. Yeah, Tom <laughs> over there, and he was like Heineken is not Heineken is not great. Why do you all think it's like a classy beer? Yeah, he had a brother who was nine years old and he was called Big Green because all he drank was Heineken because it came in the green cans and yeah, they thought wow. it was classy. Yeah, it's a classy beverage. 
Amazing. And Yuki Brown apparently is a classy beverage as well. Yeah, it's seen as they, like yeah. being quite well, like European Brown. and exotic. Yeah. 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 No. Miller Draft and uh, Newcastle Brown. It's like, oh, I'll go for the Nuki Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. No. Is... <laughs> I can't imagine it travels well. Well, I mean, they're still doing it in, cl- in clear, clear glass bottles, aren't they? So. <laughs> No. Stick it on a boat. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll get a bit warm, but it'll be all right on the six-day voyage across the Atlantic. It'll be fine. They don't know no different in the states. They have no idea. Well, they, I think. I think. Is. I think. What's quite interesting is okay. We'll we'll come back from this tangent in a minute, but I just need to. Say, <laughs> I, th- I think. The thing is, is, I think the thing is is like what's really interesting is like over here we you know there's traditional as well in the u.s it's like your macro or your craft and it's quite a defined line it's very easy to define um over here you also have to factor more traditional styles in yeah. and there's just more history behind it as well so it's kind of like you know if you're not going somewhere in the in the u.s that's independent you're probably not getting something that's particularly great and you're going to be able to tell right away whereas over here you're kind of like oh I could get something that's more traditional that's also quality but then I could get it and it's it's macro and I can get it it's it's it adds a layer of complexity um that's just really interesting but yeah that was a I was like (laughs) I just need to make that point because it's in my head but um the um the macro and the micro thing over in America interesting though because their macro or their micros can be a lot bigger than ours over here can't they they're they're, they're, they're yeah, so there's in Boston. Yeah. You've got Harpoon Brewery um, or UFO. They've it's Harpoon UFO. Um, they are owned by their employees. Um, I think that all the employees have shares. Basically, is how it works. So, something along those lines. Um, but they're quite big. Um, it's kind of Magic Hats, like the same thing over there, where it, you know it's quite a big for a micro. Um, what we consider big like brew dog type level of big um in the distribution how easy and accessible it is but over here if you were to see that you'd probably go oh that's that's got to be macro because of how how big it is but then actually it's not it's like they're owned by the the employees and it's just it's um it's really interesting how that sort of fits in you can never sort of trust that something is macro or micro that, you just don't know <laughs> getting into that discussion about is is craft based on size or is it based on technique or is it based on ownership and yeah it's a that's a whole can of worms (laughs) that's an interesting conversation and yeah i'd I'd love to i'd love to get into the weeds of that i don't think there's any answer i was gonna say that's it we've got that's a whole separate episode that's great you've just given us a whole separate episode to go and have but um i guess that was that's one question i was gonna ask you guys so in terms of like what your brewery is it literally just the two of you that work there or do you have anybody else that was just the two of you doing all of it wow you don't have like an assistant brewer or anything you're doing wow that's it that's double impressive (laughs) it's just two of you doing everything at the moment i'm cuckoo brewing so i don't don't actually have a brewery i've got a brewery kit and gypsy brewing as well yeah i am cuckoo and gypsy brewing i am both both of the things that that was going to be my next question was you said you used to work at arundel did i have it wrong that you were brewing out of there as well or did you brew out of there at some point i brewed the uh i exercised mine out of arundel and then i moved the and in RFV, so that would be cuckoo brewing because I moved my FV into their brewery. 
then I moved that FB, the fermentation vessel, over to Abyss Brewing. And I, I now brew for Abyss as well. And um, I brew into there using their kit. But then I gypsy brew up at another brewery just around the corner from them as well, um, uh, doing the Westweather Lagers at. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. I've got a brew kit. It's just in storage because we have nowhere to put it yet. So. It costs us so much money. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, not yeah. cheap. We have, yeah. We have a 10 barrel brew kit sat in like oh, storage just waiting for a location, yeah. which we can't, which we're struggling to get because a lot of landlords uh, don't want a brewery. Because um, for the most part, like you'll be aware that most of the breweries like they start out in industrial units mm-hmm. and we like, landlords are just reluctant like where we are down here to take on a brewery they just don't want it because um, yeah. we wanted to do we want to do a brewery in a tap room and they just don't want just don't want that sort of yeah. model um, well, i was gonna say is that gonna uh, that was gonna be one of my future questions was, is your plan sort of for the next period of time to have your own place yeah. and to yeah, have a tap it. room on site and yeah. um because i think yeah, some be some fun. places go i don't know if i want a tap room right away i'm not sure how i feel about it and other people just jump right in and go no i, I definitely want to have a tap room it's yeah. in our business plan it's it's it, it makes the most I, I know this sounds crass it makes the most financial sense yeah selling direct cutting out the middleman yeah. it, it's 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 the best way of making a business survive so yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah you sure. do need it eventually but yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, in order for us to grow as um as a business, we do we do need that um we do need that tap room. Plus, it's the interaction with customers again. You want to get feedback direct from them, and yeah, yeah it's... I was gonna say it also kind of fits into your whole thing about inclusivity and stuff because it's the whole like you can create a space that becomes an inclusive space. Like I was thinking about it earlier today about how you know people used to kind of say like, oh, you don't see people of colour or something in craft beer that much. Oh, maybe it's just because like that community of people don't enjoy craft beer. And it's like, oh, is that actually why? Or is it that they've never felt that they were included in the conversation or included in in that area to feel comfortable to go into XYZ tap rooms or something like that? And and it it's quite sad to think that somebody might have felt not invited into that space and and you guys could be saying well i have a tap room that is going to be an inviting space to all you know people and it just no matter how you identify or anything like that you know that's it it does make sense and that's in that way as well yeah but we can we can do that but ultimately you know we might end up in an area um where demographically is you know kind of like 99.9 percent white you know yeah and that yeah kind of like that's that's difficult um but we are I mean Melissa Melissa Colston likes I know you'll agree she's done so much amazing work within the community to um push inclusivity and kind of promote inclusivity um within hospitality and the initiative um that um she launched I think it was um I'm sorry if I'm misquoting this is kind of like her everyone welcome which she had like you know a few years ago um in signposting and making sure that you know like local pubs try and recruit as many as possible and establishments to have some sort of like signage um where people know that that's a safe space that they can kind of like come and, and feel it included and we you know like it's she's like you know, she, I think she's amazing. Um, but like, on a, aside from that, yes, we do want to create that. But it's like, 
how what can we be doing kind of like more in the community to to encourage like people who don't look like us um to be part of um brewing i mean there's a lot of um breweries that uh, could be female owned in the future that's not happening at the moment so like how can we make that happen and you know that's a lot of things that we've got to work out as a brewery on how we can promote and um support that in future so i've gone off on a bit of a tangent and i don't know where i'm going with <laughs> no, that's so well, welcome welcome to joanne and i's conversation yeah but yeah no i'm conscious obviously of the time i don't want to keep you guys um that much longer because i know you, we can yeah, promise you we don't well, we're absolutely, <laughs> we, no, we're we, absolutely we... fine for you for time it's like your time that is precious <laughs> I, I no i just felt bad because i was like i told you it would be like an hour sort of <laughs> full on like from log in to log out and then I'm like oh god I've, we've kept you guys I'm quite three a bit years I'm in now I'm fine yeah no, we're, I mean we're fine we've got like we've got nowhere else to be I mean we're in a pandemic right what we've got to do is we've got to end this so we can then talk about RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> yes <laughs> I would never, like honestly when with the last uh, podcast we had was um with the the guys from Where the Beers and I basically said our next beer that's coming out. We haven't mentioned the Nipa. I'll just put that on the side. Oh, yeah, we need to talk oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we will talk about, talk about that. Well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, with um, with RuPaul's Drag Race, I was talking about it to the guys in the Hawaii, the Beers podcast, and they're all men. And I was kind of like, we've got this lad coming out called Hash Headhunt and talked about mental health. And I could see them all, and it resonated with them. And I think it's because, you know... They all had wives. They, well, <laughs> Everyone watches it. Everyone watches it. You know, it's on BBC Three. It's amazing. Like, the proper contestants this year were incredible. Oh, that was so good. And, like, so accessible. I won't talk about it from my point of view, but, like, Oliver is a kind of, like, a straight, white, cis male. Like, what do you think of RuPaul's Drag Race, like, in general, any t- anything? <laughs> you don't even <laughs> that is like summed up perfectly it's an amazing program basically it's it doesn't matter that they're men wearing drag it's just they're amazingly talented people right. that honestly are just lovely most i'm of so them. jealous by like half of, i'm like oh you're so beautiful <laughs> i never look like that and it just makes me sad like they just honestly it's it's my, my husband will just be like oh you're watching rupaul like he he knows all of it but he, like i watch it by myself and then he'll come in and he'll I'll be like see him sitting like watching it with me and he'll be like oh why is she wearing that that is not and I was like I was like you're watching it you are watching it no he will he will watch it on it like he will watch it well I've seen everything from series three onwards uh and yeah Emma has come in and watched caught me watching it again (laughs) I will just watch again um I I love the obviously the series with um the hair the shaking of the roses. I love that series. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Um, Sasha Villa. Sasha Villa. Series ten, series eleven. I love that series, and I'm I'm a gigantic oh. fan of um, Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. I yeah. Oh, Gordon, Bianca's my great. husband loves Bianca Del Rio. Now he wouldn't she have been my because I'm a bitch. So, right. uh, so he so he bought me a ticket to go and see uh, Bianca Del Rio at the Bright uh, in Brighton. And at first, I was just he was just like oh, I was like I'll just go on my own and then he was like okay they've still got some tickets and i don't really want you to go on your own so i'm gonna i'm gonna buy another ticket and i'll come with you and um, we didn't realize was it was allocated seating <laughs> and i was in one balcony and he was in the other one the because he was just like oh we're both in balconies we might be far away we were literally <laughs> opposite ends of the brighton center and i was just like 
and I can see this little person on the other side waving back at me. Yeah. I'd be um, texting him like, "What did you think it was about so that?" So funny, and like, and it, he loves Bianca Del Rio because she swears so much. Yeah. <laughs> It was like she's she's really funny. It's like yeah, I told you. Absolutely oh, fantastic, Queen. Yeah, yeah, she um and the two movies as well. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hurricane. I mean, Hurricane I did, the, the the thing is like about Drag Queen, it like really transcends. And you just now I would watch it, and I was like, what are you watching? And then I'm like, no, come on, come on. And the first one he ever saw was when I was watching the final and was gagged to fuck by Sasha Velar. One of, one of my like my favorite queens is like um Shea Coulee. I like oh, love her. So love her so much. When that happened, it was just so oh, it was heartbreaking. Because she could see <laughs> she was just like she was a big lip syncer, an artist, yeah. and you could see as soon as that fucking shit happened. Right. It was it was, it was like, the roses. It was a hundred percent the roses. All of the roses happened, and you were like, Well, that's it then. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen she does a cooking program? What's that? Um, Shakula, yeah, no, um, Shakula. She does what? a cooking program. I think it's on. I think it's on YouTube. And um, she did Love one. That. She did a partnership with uh, Goose Island. Goose Island. She, I saw that. The, hey, and she did. It's not lost on me, honey. Like we're, right? we're out there. I mean, taste can't af- can't afford taste. I mean, Coca Cola <laughs> just fucking ruined that for us <laughs> right now. Oh, <laughs> just ruined it. You know, we could have got her for a really decent price. And I went to university in Newport, and that's like <laughs> fucking it now. I can't even reach out and go, and no, there's and no. We're not, we're not going for sister sister. That's just not good enough. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, bit and bimini, bimini. I love the idea oh. of that's just knocks. No, we uh, we want taste level. <laughs> Taste I'm going so to funny. um I'm going to drag fest or not drag I don't think it's drag fest it's something it's whatever's in London in August I'm going to that uh, Olympia I went to that when they first came over and did it it's it was interesting because it was just boom isn't it interesting it's really Dude. interesting and, and you're just kind of queuing to see people it yeah is, and then every now and then they'll do a panel but that's yeah, about yeah. it. Like you never, you don't really so see weird. them perform. It's yeah, it's weird. No, this well, is. I don't know. I don't weird. know if it's, it's yours. That. Or is your? Oh, I you think got it the world is tour. Drag fest. World oh, well, it's, the um, world. I went to work the world. Air quotes. It was incredible. Yeah. What's her face fell on her kimchi. Was walking up the stairs <laughs> and she fell on her fucking face. <gasps> Poor and kimchi. I don't know if it was like, like she's not had enough. And everyone was like fucking doing that around her. Just on the floor. Oh, bless her. kimchi. <laughs> That's it. it. I've, I watched the US, the US one today. And uh, today's one, last... I've not watched what. No, I've not watched today's one. I'd catch up. I watched it today. I watched it today. She watched it because I thought we were going to talk about it. I mean, <laughs> not watched it. <laughs> Can I just tell you what? I'm not going to tell you no, any spoilers. No spoilers. I'm, not gonna t- I'm not going to tell you any spoilers because you'll know from the trailer Duncan, next week. You just meet yourself. Take the headphones. It's 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 a roast, and what all I'll oh, say okay. is it is some people go in. Who, yes, some people I wanted to melt into my seat oh, and cry. Oh no! <laughs> you know when you just I, can't. But it is, yeah, I couldn't even watch it. I just had to just be like. Oliver, I would, I'm going for a wee. Don't bother pausing it because I know what the critique's going to be. He's like, oh, oh no. God. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to pause it because you need to watch this. And, and, you watch, and you watch it and you go, stop that. So basically, we're going to have to pause it 
here and then you're gonna have to watch it and then we're gonna have to reconvene at another time and talk about it we're gonna have can we start like a rupaul discussion like a craft beer and rupaul discussion group with more people into that than you think it was like when i when we ran a competition do you remember when we ran the competition we told the winner that they'd won and it was a bloke and i can't remember who it was and he was was like he didn't answer and i was like oh that's that's really unusual because I can see this person is online, but they're not answering. Oh, they're not thrilled that they won a competition from us. And then he came back half an hour later saying, really sorry, I was just watching RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> with the wife. Um, I'm really excited that I won. Thank you so much. But I just couldn't because I was watching it was too RuPaul's Drag Race UK. <laughs> And I just couldn't like. Yeah, that's what you need it. to do. You yeah. need to do like a drag show when you get a space. When you guys get your space, you oh. set up tap room drag show at the tap room. I'll be there. Well, like, Joe will the be there. Is, have you seen it? It's like a social media account. I wanted to plug anyone else, but Hunsnet. Yeah, but we could only serve Tic Tacs. Hunsnet. Oh yeah. Check out. Yeah. Check out and, yeah. Dig it. I would love that if you guys <laughs> went. You can have beer and Tic Tac. You need oh to do. God. You need to do a Tic Tac. Like you can do like Tic Tac themed beer. Like somehow do like an orange themed <laughs> beer <laughs> with somebody holding a Tic Tac on a tweezer. <laughs> and that can you be what you say. Tic Tac lunch and a beer, and you're done. But no, there's um, there's Hunsnet and they're incredible and they have these brunches with like drag queens and that's oh. not a bad idea. I love brunch. Again, I'm saying brunch with drag queens. Oh, brunch. An American beer thing. brunch. Get a food truck in that's going to do like yeah. chicken and waffles or something. You do a beer and then you have a drag show. Ideas. There's my there's my brain. If if it turns out Brewdog is going to be as big as Amazon and they're there like death drops all over the place (laughs) in their Brewdogs, we we know they're listening. We know they're listening. James, get your hands off our ideas, James. (laughs) The idea of them just going through. Can't give me a bar in Canterbury, but leave. Get your hands off of our drag queen. I'm watching people do like I'm thinking of someone doing a flash mob, but it's like across all the brew dog bars that all of a sudden people just start death dropping. And they're like, they took our idea. This is not acceptable. No, we know that. Yeah, so don't do that, James. We'll know. We'll know. Oliver was just googling. I'm trying to work out who the the the, the um the the runner up was in season two of All Stars Drag Race. The one who's reappears over and over and over Shangela, again. she's Shangela. oh no yeah, i like I, and you know Rob, who i want Rob. you know who you need to get is it i would love like if i if if can we just go through and say like if we if joe and i had our brewery and you guys have a brewery you know who do we want to re- i want vanji i would go vanji come be my right i like vanji so that's going to be who i put my hat in for so who would you want to <laughs> who would you want to Ooh. be your rep um, either bag of chips or DDC, Davina de oh, you know Come what? on, Jeez. I'm just gonna have a red yeah. aesthetic for DDC. That's my so I, I'm gonna have, I'm just gonna I have agree. Barbie dolls all over mine, and mine will just be called Vanjie. <laughs> Who's the one who did the sponges? That is my um, oh, Monet Exchange. Yeah. Monet Exchange is wonderful. Oh, Bob, I like Bob. Oh, yeah. I like Bob. I love Bob. one. Monique yes. turns it out on Instagram, mm. like just wonderful. Yeah, Bob the drag queen is Bob's brilliant. Monique's just brilliant. like, oh, yeah, I love them. Wonderful. Yeah, we can't fucking afford them. They're no, like, they're like thousands of pounds. They're like yeah. thousands of pounds. Yeah. We'd have to go to Voss events. Like, this is what this is why we're saying, like. 
in your ideal world because like vanji she's got like plastic surgery now and all that like if she's getting that kind of money i can't she can't be my sponsor i can't afford that <laughs> you know what this this is the thing is i think you've hit the i think you've hit the nail on the head right brunches drag queens prosecco there's a fucking market out there for like burlesque, burlesque, you go burlesque and drag, drag shows yeah. And you do burlesque or drag show brunches where you go chicken and waffles come in from a from a van, you know, food truck. Ooh. And you guys do the beer, and there we go. Can you Ooh. tell? Can you tell who's who? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh my god, that's Brilliant. amazing! Look yes, yeah, that's <laughs> yes. That is perfect. Yes, that's gonna stay in. Oh my We're not god, cutting that, that out. That is the screenshot for the for the episode stuff. I that's love it. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Good. Perfect. okay yeah so while while we're back before anything else tell us about your nipper yes your, tell yeah. us about the nipper i want to know about the nipper and what has happened <laughs> with that uh basically it's a six percent new england ipa i have hopped it with mosaic idaho seven and nelson sobin I've used Mosaic and Idaho 7 before. I used them in a, um, a sessionable New England Pale Ale, um, but it was a really hoppy, cloudy number um, at Arundel. But this time I've upped it, yeah, to 6% and I've added Nelson because every beer tastes better with Nelson pretty much. <laughs> so um, that was supposed to be canned on Wednesday, but there was an issue with canning and it wasn't quite ready in time. I don't want to put it into can when it's not ready. So yeah, they're coming back on Monday after they've uh, canned a beak. So uh, it'll have some beak remnants in there, hopefully. No, come on. And um, yeah, so that's cu- it's coming up from beak after the, on Monday, and I'm going to can that. Um, and yeah, it's it's tasting great. It's 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 super cloudy, hazy, juicy, thick, um, but balanced. It's not overly sweet. It's not overly bitter. It's just lovely. The, the Nelson really shines through and cuts through any of the onioniness that you might get from Idaho 7 and Mosaic. I hate that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I never get it. No. Oh, I never get okay. it. <laughs> when they're okay, high, when you get yeah. a beer and you want to drink it and it's like frigging onions. You'll get it. One day you'll get it. There'll be yeah, a beer I, I and you'll like, just yes, be like, oh, someday, that's what that means. <laughs> someday I'll have that aha moment. Yeah, it's so go, sad. Oh. You drink it and it's like, oh, yeah. So yeah, sad. It, it's a good beer. It's it's the best one I've done so far. Basically. I haven't tested it's, it. It's, it's you did. Well, I haven't tested it from the recently. Cheech. No, no. no. <laughs> I brought home a bottle that probably part oxidized on the way home. Sort of thing, so. <laughs> I, th- I think to be fair, that like, what what I think was really important about what you said as well was like you know you weren't happy with it, so you were not yeah. about to go and put it in a can. Like yeah, I think what's really important is you see some people that are rushing to get something to market and they rush so quick that maybe it's not ready and it's, you know, maybe it's green at the moment or maybe it's, you know, it's not the way they've intended it. And then sometimes people will double down and go, no, 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 everything's fine. Everything's fine. I think it's really great that you've just gone. I didn't feel it was ready. I wasn't happy. You know, it will be, you know, we're delaying it. Don't want to have to delay it, but until I'm happy, that's going to be what happens. I think that's really refreshing to have <laughs> for the for the drinking pun it's refreshing yeah. i i felt it was just too green i thought there was too much hot bite to it still um and i i don't want to release a beer that yeah i have to tell people to maybe leave it in there yeah for a couple of weeks um also greenness even if it's in a can will never fully go away whereas if you leave it longer it, it will do um, i didn't know that that's interesting it'll die a little bit in can but it won't ever fully go because if you've 
taking it too early, there may be some particulates still in the can. So you, you're just going to keep on leaching that hop acid out, really. So, uh, yeah, so I just, I, I'm, I, I don't want it to be wrong. And that, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, I, 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 I want all our beers to be great. So, uh, yeah. I, right, yeah that's brilliant. So by the time this episode comes out, your nipple will be out. Your glasses are in stock and they yeah, are gorgeous. So Honestly, you, yeah. you well, normally yeah, look at them. Yeah, you normally um, you don't normally see that like style of glass that people do yeah. either. People normally do like tumblers or something, and I think that's just really Those unique, really different, and they're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're we're not releasing it this Monday. We're releasing it the next Monday. Is that right? Okay, yeah. yeah. So our lager will be coming out roughly about that time <gasps> as well. So, Perfect. Um, it's a, a Hellez. It's a 4.7% Hellez, but I have modernized it slightly by putting in Pearl and Callista hops. Oh, um, I've not used Callista before. I've used Pearl and they give yeah. off a traditional German feel. So yeah. Callista, it is a German hop, but it gives off uh, sort of berries and citrus flavors and uh, they're really shining through and it, it just sort of lifts the, the, the style a little bit. It makes it a bit more, more of a modern hells so oh, that's yeah, i'm exciting. really happy with that as well and that yeah, that's, really that's good. been sitting in tank for a, a, quite a while now so yeah it's had a nice long lager on it and it's yeah it's been that's so i'm canning that and i'm canning the new england on the same day on monday <laughs> at two different places um so <laughs> be fun so that's yeah. gonna be a I think fun day good thing there's two of you uh, yeah yeah so <laughs> that's gonna be fun and then i'm gonna let it the, the lager sit in can for a couple more weeks just to condition even more basically yeah and then just lager for longer so nice oh um anything else you wanted to to ask joe oh my god Doc. i think that's all my questions i'm excited about that lager do you know what we sit here and we're like mm, we don't drink lagers. we, we stop saying like we stop saying we don't drink lagers because and... it got to a point that we kept saying yeah i don't really like lagers but this one's really good and we said that's it so many times that we just go yeah we don't say that anymore we just we like lagers we we definitely do i think we've had this discussion um before i think i think what's happened is you get used to this idea of, of a lager just being like a a boring yeah like a boring macro yeah. lager and so you just condition yourself <laughs> to go I d- <laughs> the big green um, yeah. you just go I don't like that um and that becomes the association and so every time you get a lager that's what you're thinking you're going to get and then you go oh but I really like this one I think for us it's when we started to do that more than we said I don't like it that's when we've gone maybe yeah. we stop saying that like Braybrook honestly every time they come yeah. up with something new we we're like oh my god I kind of want that now as well. <laughs> I've not actually had any Braybrook yet. They're, oh, they're good. They're, the black lager. Yeah, their black lager is really good. The black I, lager I, was. I looked nice. and untapped, and I saw their black lager was doing rather well in the lager thing. So yeah, so it was very, it was very good. Yeah, but I'm excited about your lager because it yeah, sounds it, it, like it's going to be amazing. 2021 year of the lager. Yeah, I think yeah. every brewery <laughs> I know has released the lager or is releasing a lager this yeah. year. So. And you've got Donzoko on the rise, Braybrook yeah. on the rise, like all the, the people Utopia. that are starting to do. Yeah, Utopian. Utopian, their beers are delicious. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I definitely think it's uh, it's definitely the year yeah. of the year. We're calling it now. People, people you wanted year of black IPA, but that's not happening. So no, I think that's I kind of like last I mean, year. I, I love a black IPA. I don't think yeah, it's gonna, I, I don't think that's going to be this one. This I don't think that's going to be it. No, lager like, hashtag lager comeback. You've definitely <laughs> called it year of the lager. It's happening. <laughs> cool. Um, with that, do you guys want to tell people where they can find you? I love how you're looking at me. Go for it, honey. <laughs> yeah. So we've got a website, obviously, com, and we've also got, um, we're more kind of um, present on uh, Instagram, at the socials, which is at 
Marakai spelt M for mother, E for echo, R for Romeo, K for kite, A for alpha, I for indigo underscore brewing. Just in case people don't know how to spell it, because you say Marakai and they yeah. can anyone can type in anything. Yeah. The one I'm thing like, I didn't ask. The one thing I wanted to know that I didn't ask before we go is how did you come up with that name? What does oh, it yeah. actually mean? That was the main thing I wanted to ask you before we got sidetracked by RuPaul's Drag Race and then it just <laughs> went off on a tangent. Basically, it's from two uh, philosophies. One is a modern Greek one, which is Meraki, which basically I think is about putting your love into the things you do. And the other one is Ikigai, which is about work-life balance. And again, about putting yourself into something and yeah, just doing something you actually love to do. So we we combined them and made up a word that doesn't really exist. So it's not it's not locking us into a location. So if we do decide to move the brewery anywhere else, it's not like you are stuck in a location really. So it's it's a, it's a bit like Dea. It's obviously a Spanish town in Mallorca, but it could be anywhere. It's it's that it's got that sort of vibe to it where it, it doesn't necessarily lock you in, but it's it's yeah, it means something to people i love it yeah. I, I like it yeah. yeah you know you can make that we're making this happen this is, you can take two <laughs> phrases mish them together we yeah. can make this happen yeah <laughs> that's brilliant all right thank you guys thank you so and much that, we will end the recording yeah Bye. Yeah, they're really great. They're such a good laugh. And uh, I'm, I'm going to call it out. I'm wearing a new outfit. We had such a good t- Again, yeah. I feel like this is now becoming a theme. We had such yeah. a good time talking to them specifically. We got, an, uh, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race. We talked about that for ages. Which drag yep. queens we'd, we'd back if we had the money to, <laughs> to back them. Uh, all, all that kind of stuff. And it went on longer than we intended it to. And then we all had to go run and do something else later. So, um yeah, we didn't get the intro recorded because I didn't want to start talking to them. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that one's going to, this is going to be a fun edit. <laughs> yes, it's going to be fun for you, Joe. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be fun for me. Not, maybe not so fun for you. Um, and then I think they mentioned as well, by the by the time this comes out, if it's not already announced, it will be very shortly announced. Um, they'll have How's Your Head Hun out, which is a lager. Um, and they've got a lot of um, mental health things Um activity not activities but uh charity events happening that's the better term for that yeah um to support mental health um get conversations started and all that so that's a good thing to look out for and their new england ipa should be out by that point so yep should be so go and grab both of those uh we'll link to their web store in the comments in the show notes because uh emma and ollie are now solid favorites of ours <laughs> friends of the show <laughs> Emma's going yes. to join all of our women's pint club things. We're not oh, letting her get out of it. They do the most sessionable dippers, <laughs> um, hands down, like most sessional dipper that I've ever had to date. So, And that stout was absolutely delicious. So very pleasing beers. Go and get some. Yes. Um, so, Tori, if, if people want to talk to you about RuPaul's Drag Race, where can they get hold of you? Um, if people want to talk to me about RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm already caught up <laughs> by this point. Oh, uh, I'm not. So feel free. I'm not going to give you spoilers because I did that once by mistake. <laughs> 
I'm all caught up. If you want to come talk to me about RuPaul's Drag Race, the US one, because obviously the UK one's finished now. Or you can talk to me about both. It's all good. Find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. People want to talk to you and not give you spoilers about RuPaul's Drag Race, Joe. Where do they find you? Uh, you can find me on my personal account, which is a woman's brew. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, or you can find my beer school. Come and learn about beer styles and beer tasting with me. Uh, that is love beer learning and we are on facebook instagram twitter the tiki talkies and pinterest uh, you can also find our website lovebeerlearning.co.uk to learn about our courses and classes and all the fun stuff like that uh, and you can also get hold of us by email lovebeerlearning at gmail.com uh, and we'll also pick up emails there for the podcast so let's know who you want us to interview and what you want to learn about with us next so on that note, I don't even have a tea or anything. So Cheers. Cheers. We are we're drinkless. <laughs>